we got some interesting days ahead here. Just think about how heated the whole discussion over the vaccination uh, against COVID-19 has been. Uh, how divisive and vitriolic and just nasty it has gotten. Well, a new front may well open in that battle very, very soon. Uh, today, in fact, uh, the CDC in the United States is... Uh, hearing submissions and going to make a decision on whether or not to vaccinate children aged 5 to 11 in the U.S. Uh, Health Canada also facing a similar decision very, very soon. Uh, other countries have, and um, it's heated. It's interesting. So we, what can we learn from the way other countries have tackled this? And if we want to go about doing this decision in a way that doesn't cause, um, well, it's going to, but cause as little amount of consternation as possible, what do we need to be aware of? Joining us, we have... Anthony Skelton, and Anthony is an associate professor of philosophy and a core member at the Rotman Institute of Philosophy at Western University. Anthony, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Shay. Nice to be here. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very interesting discussion. You know, obviously the government has to try and make a decision based on um, the evidence that they see before them free from politics, but we know all the discussion around this vaccine debate has been extremely political. So how do they go about trying to make this decision in the best way possible? Right. So uh, like you said, um, Health Canada has to make a decision now uh, as to whether or not to approve the uh, COVID-19 vaccination for children aged 5 to 11. Um, As you also suggested, uh, it depends partly on the science that they uh, have had a chance to look at. They're going to get results from the clinical trials from uh, the drug manufacturer. Um, But it's not only a matter, as you also pointed out, of mere science. It's also an an ethical or, um, as you said, political decision. So the science will tell you, is it safe? Is it effective? Uh, Etc. And then the politics, ethics will say, well, should we... Should we authorize this? Do we think this is something we should um, tell our population uh, is safe and uh, is fit for use? So let's break those two apart, because one of them seems fairly simple, and that is you look at the health risks of COVID versus the health risks of being vaccinated. Simple cost-benefit analysis, one way or the other. That one seems simple to me. Am I right? Right. So I think, yes, the science will say, um, you know, here's what we found are the benefits of vaccination, right? So to prevent hospitalization, to prevent um, uh, 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 death, to prevent uh, ICU admission, you know, which is a consequence of, of preventing infection. And then, you know, there, here are some uh, uh, costs. Uh, associated uh, with them. So it can, t- it can sort of tell you what those things are, but it can't really tell you what's best or what it's, uh, you know, all things considered g- good or right to do. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And that's sort of the easy part of the discussion because the other part is weighing in the other other considerations, and they can be a little more ambiguous. Right, well, so ethical considerations, um, you know, enter the picture, and there, uh, there tends to be, but not always, 
a bit more disagreement uh, than there is in cases of science. So I think there's lots of disagreement about the science as well, so how yeah. valuable is uh, the information we get and so on. I mean, in this case, we have good uh, you know, data uh, from uh, the manufacturer. We had good real-world data on the safety and effectiveness of vaccines. So look, looks like there we're on pretty solid ground. And I think it's a fairly easy transition there to say, well, look, if we've got this safe and effective vaccine, we know that COVID-19 infection is, is very dangerous, right? Uh, it can cause hospitalization, cause death, cause ICU admission, maybe not so much in children, but there are also long-term negative effects on children, including things like long COVID and, uh, you know, various cognitive uh, and other kinds of uh, difficulties that it causes. And there, I think, you know, there's an important element to be brought into the equation that says, look, even if it doesn't cause death or uh, hospitalization as much in these young children, it can cause these other things, even in children who are asymptomatic. And do we want to take that chance with COVID infection over uh, uh, a vaccination, which, yes, does have some risk, mm -hmm. but those are very small and very manageable. Um, what can we learn from other countries? You know, Norway started and then stopped, which I think is the worst thing you can do. The messaging has to be clear, concise, and transparent, right? What can we learn from other jurisdictions? Right. So if you look at the United Kingdom, for example, um, they delayed vaccination of children aged 12 to 15. Um, you know, Canada went ahead in May uh, of uh, this year uh, with vaccinating children. Um, and what you're seeing now in the autumn in the UK is that lots of children are being infected. Uh, rates of infection are high. School closures are occurring and so on. And I think, you know, given that, um, you know, given that uh, comparison, we can, I think, conclude pretty uh, uh, clearly that vaccination of children in that age group is uh, all things considered beneficial uh, for them. Um, and you're seeing, of course, Native Kingdom that they're changing tack. They're saying that, you know, initially only one dose would be given. Now they're switching to two doses. You know, their uh, recommender uh, said, you know, we won't give it to them. And then their uh, medical officers of health and their four nations overruled them. So I think it's a very unclear message, likely to cause lots of distrust, whereas I think the way we did things here in Canada is much more effective. We're seeing cases dropping in that age group, and I think we should continue on uh, on that course in this particular age group um, as well. When it comes to the messaging and, and the transparency, and I mean, we've yeah. seen countless cases where they've really messed that up, and it's caused, I think, a lot of the problem that we're in today. Um, how important is it to just present the evidence and say, this is our decision, this is why we made the decision, and then, and then that's it. That's your decision. I mean, transparency, as you're suggesting, is really key here. A, a transparent, clear message telling you what the science is, the up, most up-to-date science, and importantly, the way in which Health Canada had evaluated the science that they received from the drug manufacturer, and then what are the kind of ethical principles involved in this. I mean, we can see them very clearly in cases where we say, okay, well, some populations are more vulnerable mm -hmm. than others, so they should receive them first. So I think also in this case, we want to say, well, look, here are the benefits, here are the risks. We, we are very cognizant of the risks of vaccine, but we should be much more cognizant of the risks, the unknown and uncertain risks of COVID-19 infection. Those have to be brought into, and we take those seriously and think, all things considered, they, you know, uh, uh, together with other known um, uh, negative effects of COVID-19 infection, do point to a clearly a favorable cost-benefit ratio uh, for vaccination for children in this age group. 
Excellent. Um, Anthony, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so very much for having me, and uh, have a good day. Yeah, you too. Hey. Uh, Anthony Skelton uh, joining us to talk about the ethics of decision-making on a decision that I think is going to be very important. Uh, he's an associate professor of philosophy and a core member of the Rotman Institute of Philosophy at Western University.